Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a February 17th, a Thursday, the L.A. Galaxy getting ready for their last dress rehearsal before the they open the 2022 season that's right galaxy dc united coming up on saturday it's a preseason game you can buy tickets you can be there if you're a season ticket member you have that game included in your seats you're going to want to be there we finally get to see what this team looks like galaxy also played a preseason preseason scrimmage on wednesday against uh, vancouver we're going to talk a little bit about that they dropped the city of dreams kits are we naming kits now I guess we're naming kits now. I don't know. Somebody somebody told me we're naming kits now. It's a thing. Uh, maybe we can come up with a better name, if, in case you don't like the name that they pick. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff like that, including some, some season ticket stuff that we'll briefly mention, a little look towards Charlotte, all sorts of fun stuff in there as well. Glad you could join us. It's just me, Josh Gessman. I'm your host today. Um... Let us, uh, let us, let us set the, the mood for you right now. Um, if you're, if you're just listening, if you're just catching up, if you didn't catch Monday's show, um, where I told you I had a cold, well, the good news is, uh, that cold has continued to hamper me, um, all the way through until, until this particular show. So, um, I was hopeful that I would have a, uh, a, a, a co-host tonight. Um, Eric is flying and, and Sophie, um, had some, some, some unfortunate news, a, a, a family member passed away. So, um, all our best to Soph and, and, uh, and Tony, and hopefully, uh, uh, you guys can, can, uh, make it through this hugs from everybody here at corner of the galaxy, obviously. Um, but you know, we're sort of getting to that. So my voice has been going for most of the day. Um, I was in long meetings today, a whole bunch of stuff, uh, that I went through. And so my voice has just been barely hanging on. So what, what better, what better to make your voice better than to single-handedly host a show for 60 minutes of, of continuous talk, right? That's, that sounds like a great idea. So that's what we're going to attempt to do tonight, right? 60 minutes, continuous talk. We're going we're gonna to try to make it all the way through this. Um, we got a whole bunch of stuff uh, lined up, so that's good. Um, I'm not sure there's a whole bunch of stuff that gets me off the hook from talking, um, but you know we're going to get there. We're going to get there, and I'm, I'm happy that we're going to get there. So um, a lot of fun stuff. The first thing I have to get to um, is something that I am very privileged to have. 
Um, and that is a, a brand new track off a brand new album that drops on opening day from Architecto Verbal. Uh, now, remember, first of all, I'm the whitest person who has ever said that name. Uh, I apologize if I if I if I butcher it. Um, but as you remember last year, let's see if I can bring this up correctly. Um, as you remember last year, we got this wonderful drop the opening day of uh, of the LA Galaxy season. Um, and so this time he is not only a new capo for the Galaxians, but he's dropping a new track, a new album. Name of the album is Major League Sounds. Now you heard this one. It got you pumped up. You were excited about it. I was excited about it. You know, I rock this with my two year old. He bobs his head. He moves. His, he moves it around. Uh, we're rocking and rolling. We're doing all that good stuff. So so that is that is stuff. That, that he has done already, okay? But we want to move on past what he's already done into what he did again. So this is a brand new track. We're making the debut here um, from Architecto Verbal, uh, another LA Galaxy-based track. I think you're going to recognize some names. We'll play a little bit of it. I don't want to play too much, but we'll play a little bit of it. Again, drops uh, the Galaxy's opening day. So here, look, already a break. Maybe I should have done this at the end at the uh, end of the show, but uh, here's the here's the brand new track. Edwards 44, I got something to prove. This the mecca of the sport, Leah damn lay shaboots. Cause these players coming hot from the galaxy too. O'Neal 24 is the passion to do. Seen the beauty in Picasso and the way that he moves. Carlos Harvey in transition and it's way overdue. The product of our academy is flourishing fruit. Josh Track in the back could attack on the loop. Kevin Cabral, young pero juega muy mal. See, I got faith in Saldana if he gon' hustle like that. Nick DePew showed these vicious when he's trying to attack. Joe Bilish can do some damage if you give him a pass. I mean, I mean, you know it's a song when, when Nick DePew is in it, right? I mean, you know that's that's when you've hit peak, uh, peak sort of uh, LA Galaxy and mix here. Again, uh, I didn't want to play too much of it, but a great track uh, drops again the uh, the LA Galaxy's opening day. So that's literally uh, 10 days away. How do I know it's 10 days away? Because I have a nice little graphic that tells me just 10 days until the LA Galaxy uh, kickoff. But it is... Uh, it's a good track. I've been listening to it already. Uh, I, I'm privileged to get uh, a little previews on some of this stuff. It is it is outstanding. So uh, I think you're gonna I think you're really gonna like it. Um, again, I'm sure I will tweet out links to it. We will make sure that everybody has the ability to go track it down and listen to it. But uh, that's kind of fun, isn't it? It is fun. We'll play more of it later. All right, that's what we'll that's what we'll promise to do. We'll play a little bit more later. But man, um, it's gonna be fun. It's going to be fun. This season, I think, is going to be fun. I'm going to tell you why, by the way. I'm going to make a bold prediction at the very beginning of the show, and I'm going to give you no context to it whatsoever until we get a little bit later into things. But my, here's, my, here's my bold prediction. The LA Galaxy this year are our top three team in the Western Conference. Right? That's not, I'm going to tell you right now, that's not based off of anything that I've seen in the preseason. Uh, that's not based off of just you know looking around sort of what's happening in the Western Conference is not, it's not there. I'm just, I'm going to have a justification for this. Um, but yes, you're, you, the, I, that's what I'm calling. They are a top three team in the Western Conference. You can put them, you're going to be able to stack them up against Seattle. You're going to be able to stack them up against Nashville and Sporting Kansas City and all that stuff. All right. So that's, that's my bold prediction. Opening the show with that. All right. Now that we know that we've opened the show with that, we can hopefully I can go improve my thesis now. Right. I've given you my hypothesis. Now, let me let me prove it as we continue on. All right. Uh, the L.A. Galaxy, the big deal, um, obviously, with uh, with a little more than 10 days whenever they released it. But we knew on February 15th, the L.A. Galaxy, we're going to release 
the new kit. Uh, if you're watching on the podcast, yes, that is the new kit behind me over my shoulder. Uh, by the way, that is the, the I have a 2020 home kit with the silver sash. That's the 25th anniversary one. Um, was just picked up by somebody on our Discord for like $28 on clearance. It's a it's a um, authentic. So 28. So listen, I, I understand these things are really expensive. If you have patience and want to wait, 95% of the time you can get these for like under $40. Uh, if you want to wait till they're basically out of out of season, right? Like they're done. Now you can go ahead and grab one. It's one of those. You absolutely can do that. So anyway, so I have the the 2020 kit. Uh, then we have obviously the 2021 community kit. By the way, we should have been we should have been teed off whenever we started calling it the community kit. Except it was so good looking that we we're like, oh, that's not that's not weird. It has a name at all. That's not nah no. That's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, oh, the names on kits are cool. It is when you have a really cool kit, and then you can sort of overlook at that. Um, so I have that one, the community kit, uh, right behind me as well. And then I have the brand new one that the LA Galaxy sent me. Um, and I'll tell you a little story about that too. Um, that is here. So the 2022, uh, the authentic. Uh, I'm going to call it the plain white tee, uh, which it is. Uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, they're of course calling it the City of Dreams kit. And we can discuss that a little bit. But they did drop that. They dropped the kit to some fanfare, although it looked like some people re like released it early. I didn't have, by the way, I, I didn't, it wasn't like I was sitting on the kit. If you remember, I was complaining that I didn't, wasn't sitting on a kit waiting uh, for things to go down. So it wasn't like I knew it was coming. I had no idea. Um, Galaxy, nice enough to send that to me. By the way, only the, if you think that I do this for the kits, you know, that I just get free kits all the time. Uh, that is the second time in 14 years that I've ever gotten a kit. Not complaining. I'm just saying it doesn't happen all the time uh, for me. The other one was during the World Cup in 2014 where they printed them out for all the reporters. Uh, and I have another one that says, you know, Guessman uh, like 14 on it, which is funny because that's like seven years away whenever you uh, whenever you figure that math out. Right. So the Galaxy did it. I was able to uh, to grab some pics of it uh, in my office whenever as soon as I got it. So literally got out of the box and, and put it up there. Um, and then, you know, obviously the Guessman 22. I'm thinking about giving this one away. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if anybody wants it. That's the problem. It says my name on the back of it. Um, somebody said if it said Pato, I'm, I imagine the real Pato would be upset about it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Look at me for a second, everybody. Look at me. Listen to me. Hear my words. I don't know if I should be offended that the LA Galaxy sent me an extra large. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a slight or not. All right. I mean, if you were going to guess, couldn't you have guessed medium? You could have guessed medium, right? I mean, come on, clearly not a medium. But am I an extra large? Are you trying to guess? Uh, this is what happened. I opened it up. I saw it was extra large. Very nice of them to do. Obviously, I, I, it's it's this is more of a joke than anything. But then I immediately went to go work out because I was like, OK, so a little bit. Maybe I think what it was was they saw the pictures of me at uh, the Coachella Valley Invitational. Um, where Daniel, Daniel LaRusso was fighting. No, that's where the LA Galaxy uh, were playing the New York Red Bulls. Uh, Robert Morris snapped some photos of me. I think they saw it, and I, I, I think maybe I had a little bit of a dad bod showing in this particular particular case. I was also doing, you know, play-by-play -play on the sidelines for it. So, um, yeah, it's it's one of those that, you know, I sort of said to, but no, it's really nice of them, really nice of them to do. Uh, I'll tell you, here is, here, do you, do you want to hear my hot take on the, on the kit? Uh, besides the name that I'll get to in a second, it's perfectly adequate. All right. Perfectly adequate. It's fine. The, the problem is the community kit, which again, I'm not sure I like using names. The community kit is just so nice. This is a this is a good balance. You can't go crazy with the first kit after you have the the quote unquote, you know, the the creative second kit. So this is a good compliment to it. 
All right. There's no sash. I, of course, have a problem with that because I think the sash is reminiscent of the LA Galaxy. But if you look over the years, there certainly have been kits with sashes and which and, and, and no sashes. Um, so, um, you know, it was it was one of those one of those 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 fun things. But anyway, it was just it was great. Um, the kit looks really nice in person. I think you're going to love it. It's a really clean look. And I know that's an overused. It's a simple look. You know, I still don't think I love the Quasars on there. Could could we come up with a better name, though? The City of Dreams. It's Los Angeles, the City of Dreams. That It feels like a stretch to me. I get where they get it from. But if you type in the City of Dreams, Google that and tell me what your responses are. I'll let the chat room do it. City of Dreams. Just type in, where is the City of Dreams? Go ahead and, and do that. Um... Let's see. Let's see what it what happens uh, with that. And, and you tell me and we'll wait for the uh, for the for the chat room to sort of spit that back out at me. Um, but City Dreams, I think because of the quasars, which are like stars, right? Because of the quasars that are around the corner, I think I would have gone with the stars are out kit. If we're naming kits, I would have gone with the stars are out. And that has a tie both to now where you have your stars, Chicharito, Douglas Costa, uh, you know, Kevin Cabral. You have Grand Sieur, um, you know, you have uh, Victor Vasquez. It sort of does that, but it also it also harkens to the to the to the your right to the yesteryear. Uh, you know, Kevin Hartman, David Beckham, uh, Mauricio Cienfuegos, even Greg Vanny, right? The stars are out kit, that type of thing. Um, so anyway, five dollar super chat from Mike Gray, who's trying to flatter the host already. Uh, Mike Brown nosing will get you everywhere. Uh, he says the galaxy sent you an extra large because you have extra large guns. You handsome devil, you accurate i mean i think we can all say that um so you know the stars are out kit I, that's what that's what i would have gone with because it had stars on it i think that to, for me now does that mean that i like the idea of naming kits how about this is just the first kit the first the primary kit for the 2022 season can we just call it that and just salute uh mumbai by the way macau uh perhaps we're these are these are <laughs> <laughs> there's some interesting there's some interesting answers for the city of dreams um so anyway uh yeah macau is, is coming up a whole bunch um somebody goes said it said carson i swear um uh yeah there's there's some adult answers in here as well so anyway um you, you sort of get the point it's just it's a loose link right and because it's a loose link for me um that's 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 tough to sell because then you have to explain it right if you have to explain it, is that is that what really what you want to do? Now, listen again. Um, and if you're on the uh, on the 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 visual side of things, I'll show some of the details. I think the details are nice. I mean, it really is a plain white tee. Um, the fabric is nice. The crest is always nice. I still would love to go back to the hologram crest that they've had. Uh, had help me out with the translation. It's a solo un LA. only one LA. Is that is was is that the correct translation? Only one LA because we thought only in LA, but the, I don't think that's how it translates. I think it translates to um, there's only one LA, basically only one LA, uh, which is fun to say because that is truly a slap across the bow for you know LAFC, who's always trying to say that the Galaxy don't play in Los Angeles by saying only one Los Angeles. There's only one. You guys can keep pretending that you want to divide it up into little tiny pieces, but for us, LA, it's all one. Um, and I always liked that, uh, that that has sort of been the message of the LA Galaxy as well, which was it doesn't matter where you are. Uh, wherever you are supporting the LA Galaxy, that's where LA is. Um, and it's never been about geography. I, I like that. I think that's better. But um, 
that's how I read that translation. And I think that's even a really, really good translation, right? And it's a, it's a good, like, it's a good ribbing. It's a good poke. You're, you're doing the things that you're supposed to be doing whenever you're trying to release this kit. Um, you know, they have stars on the shorts again. I don't know if they had those last year's, but they have stars on the shorts um, in, in most of these. These are the official badges as well. Um, I think we have them all. We have the MLS badge that's going to be on the, I believe, the left arm. And then on the right arm is the honey. And that's it. There isn't going to be a second uh, Herbalife uh, um, a, a logo or patch um, on the shoulder. So that's it. It's honey and MLS um, the MLS, uh, logo with the blue and the yellow in there. Um, so that, you got it. And the white, in the white socks, right. With the blue on the top. So you blue and yellow stripes on the top of the socks. It's a good looking kit. Guess what? When you see the galaxy playing, you're going to be like, you know what? That looks good. Um, that looks good. So that's, I mean, that's sort of where I think that's where we sit with it. Um, you know, again, just it's a solid looking kit. They did a good job, I think, overall on everything, but it is very simplistic. Um, I saw Joe Tutino got one. Uh, let's see. I've sort of seen some of the older like Hercules Gomez got his sort of to start the, the start the announcement, the, that type of thing. So they were sort of including some of the 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 uh, the people from the, the past, uh, the players from the past in this. Uh, I saw that Mers has his. Uh, he tweeted out a photo tonight of him wearing his. Uh, I think he has a new album getting ready to drop as well. Um, so, you know, the whole whole sort of thing was there um, that you have this this rollout. And I'm, you know, I'm sure because of all of you listeners, you know, because of the people that we have in contact, I'm sure that's why I got mine back there, um, because they think that if it's up there on the wall um, that you guys are seeing it. And certainly I can at least tell you what it looks like in person. And I think it looks good in, in person. I'm certain I'm perfectly fine with it. No problems with it. Not going to argue. I, the 2020 kit with the silver sash is more of an issue for me than than the newest one is, the 2022. So um, no issues with that. The Galaxy also put out some graphics um, that sort of showed some, where all the kits were. Now they were missing some. I think they missed a couple, and then they put out a correction on one. Eric will correct me, but I think there's still a, like a 97 third that was missing um, on this particular uh, 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 you know. Uh, graph that they had they basically had little illustrations of each kit as it went all throughout the years and i'm pretty sure there's either a 97 third or there was a third in there that was missed it's actually one i think that i have in my collection uh the bear used to wear it all the time um so it's the vertical it's the white with the vertical stripes on it um and it was one of the early ones and i think that's a i think it's a 97 third or a 98 of some sort um in there as well that was a that was a third so um, I think that's the one that was still missing off of this whenever you, you looked at it. So uh, that's where it was. Now, obviously, we also had some conspiracy theory issues. Um, and by the way, I love a good conspiracy theory. And you guys come up with just absolutely some of the best um, conspiracy theories. But uh, the big conspiracy theory was that they released these. They had pictures of all these players. But they didn't have a picture of Julian Araujo in a 2022 City of Dreams kit. It wasn't there. And all of a sudden, you line that up with what we're about to talk about, which is Julian Araujo not getting time with any of the starters, has yet to get time with the starters this preseason. You line that up with that, and all of a sudden, rumors, rumors start building, rumors start flying. So Julian Araujo not pictured in a 2022 kit. Julian Araujo not getting first team minutes. All of those things you look at. Um, you know, you can sort of sit there and say, say, okay, well, something going on here. I will tell you, uh, after I theorized at one point that 
perhaps it was just because he was away with Mexico. Uh, the Galaxy did contact me and said he was away with Mexico when they took the took the uh, the different pictures. Uh, and today on Julian Araujo's Instagram, they, he actually posted a, a video of him and he was doing some sort of, um, you know, meme, some sort of TikTok that he was working on. Um, but it was on Instagram and uh, he has a 2022 white kit on. So it is there. He is there. He has it. All right. So calm down. At least that part has been answered, right? Julian Araujo has a kit. We know he has a kit. We've seen him in it. Uh, you know, he's playing a lot. He's just not playing with the starters. He comes in at halftime a lot, and he's not getting the first team minutes, quote unquote, that normally um, that you would get. He's not going anywhere right now. So I think trying to like, you know, figure out where he, what is going on with him right now is probably a moot point. I don't know that he moves this summer, and I've sort of flip flop back and forth on this, as you guys have known. Um, I flip flop flip flop back and forth on this only because does he want to move before the World Cup and find a new place and then be in, you know, maybe not in great shape for the World Cup? Then we'll move him after the World Cup. So that way he gets his playing time. He's ready and he can go play for, for Mexico in the World Cup. That's sort of I think that's his decision in the Galaxy decision of how and when. And if he goes and plays in the World Cup and he plays well. His value increases and for the L.A. Galaxy, that's a good time to sell. So I think um I think that it makes sense for me uh, that he doesn't go until after the World Cup. I think the Galaxy are trying to to boost their their product here as much as possible. Him going to the World Cup, having a good World Cup means that he will then um, have his max value and then they're probably going to going to trade him. Um, yeah, a lot of you, uh, a, a lot of you obviously pointing out that there are some good kits around there. Houston has a good kit. I think RSL's kits that they released um, are sort of a throwback to the to the red and the blue and the yellow that they have um, are there. The worst one by far so far is New York City FC. I don't know if you've seen that, but um, I think somebody said it looked like a like a what, what, a five hour energy or something like that. Yeah, it was it was one of those one of those good ones. Lots of there's lots of interesting kits. There's lots of blah kits, and I think the Galaxies fit somewhere in the classic. It's fine category. So you you didn't lose anything. You're, I don't think you're one of the best, but you're you're up there. Um, and it will be well recognized around the league for what it is, which is again, a plain white tee, but it still is, has, I think that solid backing as, as you know, the galaxy colors are there and everything is sort of there for that to be. Um, so that's what we sort of said. So, um, yeah, that's the kit news. Uh, Julian Rajo was pictured in one. You guys can all relax, take the tinfoil hats off. Although keep them on because sometimes you guys, you guys crack me up. Um, you always make me make me at least uh, discuss things. I had an interesting one. Uh, I was talking with somebody at the LA Galaxy, actually uh, Vicky Mercado at the LA Galaxy, and she sent me the picture of um, Dayan Jovalich, um heading out and talking to, to Milan Ivanovic and head coach Vlatko Andonovsky, who is the U.S. Women's National Team head coach. All right. Now, um, Jovalich really wanted to meet these guys, and so they went and they were at the stadium training because the U.S. Women's National Team, I think, is playing right now in the uh, the She Believes Cup. Um, and so they were there. So Jovalich wanted to go out there, and apparently Andonovsky is a big fan of Jovalich's chess, right? Not chest, but his chess playing. Um, and I just think this is one of those weird sort of culture-crossing cool things that you see. And jo and Jovalich was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be out there as well. Sasha Kleshin, by the way, jumped out to, to meet these guys as well. I don't have that that picture for it. Um, but it's it's just one of those, well, that's interesting type of things. Uh, Dayan Jovalich is such an interesting character whenever you come down to all this. And I know as the media, we tend to get locked up into fun things, right? Like, 
Jovalich playing chess is a fun thing because it's not soccer related, but it's something you can ask him about and it changes things up and it means we're not talking about the same old thing because you're not going to be asking, you know, um, Victor Vasquez about his chess playing. I, I, I'm sure he's a great chess player. I have no idea, but it's just not something that, that pops up all the time. And the fact that you have a very highly rated chess player, Dayan Yo- Jovalich, you know, on the LA Galaxy, that's not a small thing. People recognize that for what it is around the world. And I would imagine that there, I mean, are, should the LA Galaxy hold a chess night and we can all, you know, you either dress up in black or you dress up in white and then, you know, you can only move in diagonals and forwards and backs and all that fun stuff. As you can tell, my cold catching up with me as we uh, continue through this. But anyway, I thought it was just, it's an interesting meeting. It's an interesting time. You have Jovalich going out, talking to the head coach of the U.S. Women's National Team, which is just, you're like, that That means nothing, but it means a lot. Um, and so uh, they were able to speak in, in their own languages to each other, and it was fun, and everybody was sort of like, this is cool, and it was it was sort of just one of those interesting things to do. So anyway, that's where we are uh, with, uh, with Jovalich. I, he's just going to continue to be one of these guys that we keep an eye on throughout this season, I think uh, I watched him in the scrimmage on Sunday and I thought he had limited impact sometimes. And I think that is sort of the, 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 the issue with him. I think he has, we talked about it. He was second in goals plus assists per 90 for the LA galaxy last season. Didn't get a ton of minutes, but when he did, he, he made an impact, but I do think there's a tendency for him to sort of shy away from things or go away from things. You're going to have to have a good Yovelich, Um, because I think that, that the likelihood of, of Chicharito, who I'm going to tell you right now looks like he's in great shape. I mean, he's he's jacked. He's ready to go. Uh, he looks fine. It didn't look like the heat was bothering him whenever I saw him on Sunday. As far as I can tell, you know, all systems go green light. Let's rock and roll. We'll even hear. He actually talked today. It was MLS Media Day today, which is basically just a Zoom call where people get to talk the whole time. Um, unfortunately, uh, Chicharito's uh, speaking time was like 10 minutes before I had a meeting that I had to go into for like two hours. So I got to hear like the first two questions and then I then I went away really the first two questions and then the last question are probably the only ones you, you, um, you need to hear, but there's some, some interesting things that we can talk about in that. Um, but Jovalich is going to need to cover for Chicharito. And if he's not capable of impacting the play, if he's not capable of doing what you need him to do, then the galaxy need to go out and find somebody who is as U 22 player. He absolutely has the ability to adapt and to grow and to, to grow into this stuff. But you need to see that happen, right? And this is one of those years. We, we always talk about, like, who needs to have a good year? Kevin Cabral needs to have a good year. Yeah, well, he's starting that way. So already in the preseason, you like what you see from Kevin Cabral. And I'll say this. Kevin Cabral looks like he's the more physical of the two right now between Jovalich and Cabral. And if you thought that was possible after last year, um, then, you know, I think that sort of shows you where we think that Cabral has grown over this, this offseason. So something to watch for uh, in that. So Jovalich needs to have a good year. Um, bottom line. So it'll be fun to watch him. It'll be fun to sort of progress. And, and then hopefully that means he gets more talking time. We get to, you know, we get to talk to him a little more. Maybe we'll have him on the show. All right. Always tough. We're in the late time slot here. Guys want to go to sleep. They want to hang out and talk to me. Perfectly understandable. Understand how all that works. All right. Now, <clears throat> unfortunately, I have some bad news for you. The LA Galaxy played against the Vancouver Whitecaps on Wednesday. This was a preseason scrimmage. Uh, this was one of those in-between scrimmages where usually you're not going to get the starters because the starters played on Sunday and then the starters are going to play on Saturday. Um, and if you go in between those, then you're going to get the guys who come off the bench. Again, we have an issue. And the if you the issue here is that uh, with a lineup that included, um, you know, Jonathan Klinsman, 
Julian Araujo again. Um, they have the trialist Doyle. Uh, Neil, uh, Jalen Neal is in there. Viafania was starting. Mutatu, Aguirre, Kleshton, Alvarez, Grancier, and Jovalich. I mean, this is the second team. You can clearly see that that's the second team outside of Araujo, who everybody knows should be the first team, except he hasn't been in the first team. Araujo has not been in the first team minutes this whole preseason. What is going... It, it, it's not... The other bad news, of course, is the Galaxy lose this game. It's their first loss in the preseason. That being said, more Vancouver starters versus LA Galaxy's second team. I'm willing to sort of just brush that off and say it is what it is. I'm not a big, I'm not a big deal. Uh, I, I don't think that's a big deal. But Julian Rajo is one of the best right backs in Major League Soccer. How come he's not playing in the starting lineup? Right now, Greg Vanny is telling me with this lineup that Julian Rajo is not starting on Saturday. Right now, Greg Vanny is telling me that when the LA Galaxy line up against New York City FC in those ugly, ugly uniforms they have, I hope they have to wear them. That'd be great. Um, make them wear that ugly thing. Uh, if if they have to play against New York City FC right now, Julian Araujo isn't starting. Think about that. Discuss with the people in your car. Look around. Talk to a neighbor. Introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm just I'm going to sit over here and drink Dr. Pepper for a little while. Um what does that mean, though? And and it's something that we're all trying to figure out. I mean, listen, there's the media doesn't talk about that much, but we, we do talk about some things. And I can tell you there have been text messaged text messages flying. They are a flitter um, with what is why is Julian Araujo not starting uh, whenever he didn't start in the Red Bulls? You know, I looked at I looked at Scott French. I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, I don't know either. But Leardam is starting now. I like Kelvin Leardam. I like what he's brought so far. I don't think he's your starting right back. Every time Julian Araujo comes in, he he makes something. Now, now there's a good argument. I don't believe it, but I think there's a good argument to being, well, Vanny already knows what Araujo can bring, and he needs to see what Leerdam can bring. So he's going to play Leerdam with the first team to see how he can play there. But doesn't Julian Araujo also need the time? Doesn't he also need to figure out that... That, that like with people around him to build that chemistry. I mean, he's not, he, he's, he's been around with the team with a while, but things have changed a little bit with Delgado in there and the whole deal. I mean, listen, I, I'm not going to be surprised if Julian Araujo starts against New York city FC. I'm just saying that the lineups right now don't tell me that that's the case. Tell me when Julian Araujo outside of coming on at the half before everybody switches. So he gets 15 minutes with the starting lineup. That's enough for Julian Araujo. It's interesting. I don't. And by the way, I also don't know if Douglas Costa is going to figure in this game on Saturday. Um, I have I have sort of said this many times. I know you guys have heard it, um, but there's to me, there's no reason why we didn't see him on Sunday. And then we don't think we saw him on Tuesday. So there's either two things that happen that you see Douglas Costa on Saturday when the LA Galaxy play against DC United at 3 p.m. Or Douglas Costa is not ready to play yet. And maybe that's because of visa issues. Maybe he doesn't have the visa yet. What is the date today? The 17th. I wouldn't be surprised. We know how long it takes to get visas and all that stuff. He can be here. I mean, technically speaking, you can't work on a visitor's visa. We've talked about that. So again, there's going to be something that happens here that we don't expect right now. Um, and Julian Araujo hasn't had, I mean, really any time with the starters. He hasn't started any of these preseason games. 
take that take that into it. Just think about that for a second. That that can't be that can't be right though, right? It it has to be that Vanny's just trying something different and he's gonna switch it up because Julian Araujo is one of the best players for the LA Galaxy and he's going to play. So anyway, that's a big question mark. If you want to know what I'm looking for on Saturday, who starts it right back? Because if it's Leardam again, and it's been Leardam the entire season leading up to this point with the starting team, and again, we're expecting that Saturday is as close to 90 minutes as, as Vanny is going to get out of these guys. He's going to play Saturday like it's a real game. If that's the case, and Julian Araujo is not starting, oh boy. What, what, again, what kind of message are you trying to say though? Um, it's just, it's just very, very, very questioning. It, it raises a lot of like little, like hairs on the back of my neck, which is sort of like, why, what is going on? It makes you want to ask why it makes you believe in conspiracy theories. Um, yeah, so we'll sort of, we'll sort of see how it goes. Um, and, and that's the one thing to sort of look for for Saturday for me. It's two things. There's two things for Saturday, and we'll talk about DC here in a little bit. Um, but there's two things for Saturday. And one is Julian Rajo. The other is Douglas Costa. Um, if they're playing, if they're playing scrimmages with Douglas Costa, it's inter, it's inter squad. It is not against anybody else um, because we haven't seen that yet. We did get two goals from the LA Galaxy, though, and it did affect our preseason goal leader. Um, if we look on the, uh, the timing in the 54th minute with the LA galaxy already losing two to one or excuse me, two to nothing, uh, Grant Sear, uh, scored off of an assist from Julian Araujo. Again, Araujo comes in and Araujo, um, usually has an impact of some sort on things. And then the second goal was, uh, Farai Mutatu who cut inside hard at the top of the box and scored. And at that point it was two, two, uh, and there was hope that the LA galaxy had somehow salvaged, uh, their perfect preseason record. Uh, and that it would just go down as a draw, or perhaps they would find the winner, and all the momentum was there. Um, but that did not start stop a, uh, a a a hat trick from from White there uh, for the Vancouver Whitecaps. So anyway, something to watch. Uh, the LA Galaxy's uh, preseason record uh, it's still it's still a good one. I mean, you know, because it's the preseason, it doesn't matter anyway. But we like to keep track of it anyway. If you look at the goals that they have given up, the first game they gave up four goals, the last game they gave up four goals. If you take those goals away um, from the first game and the last game. The Galaxy have played six preseason scrimmages, uh, and in those so far, they have scored 17 goals and they have allowed 10 goals. But if you take the four from the first and the four from the last, that is eight of 10. There's only two goals have been scored in those other four games. So for the most part, the Galaxy defense, and again, second string Galaxy, we know that we know what was going on, um, you know, in terms of uh, who they were playing in against Vancouver. And we know it was more first team Vancouver versus, um, you know, the, the second team from the LA Galaxy. That being said, all that four one on one is their record. Four wins, one loss, one draw so far. Um, and Vancouver Whitecaps hand them their first uh, loss of the preseason. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, you know, as far as preseason goal leaders, however, we have a tie atop with Kevin Cabral with three and Farai Mutatu. Um, it, Mutatu continues to be the story of the one of the big stories of the preseason. If you watch the goal that he scores, it is incredibly strong um, to one drive into the box to get defenders going one way and then to stop and cut back behind those defenders and fire from probably just at, just inside the top of the box or just outside the top of the box. It's kind of hard to see from the angle um, and go up or V with it. That's a 
that's a strike and a goal that's scored in every league of every place in the world. Like that's that's a goal that's going in. If you hit that there, it's going in, and nobody's going to stop that. Mutatu is one of these guys that you almost don't want to say he has to go down to LA Galaxy two because he seems to be matching the intensity of what they're asking for at the at this upper level. And if that's the case, do you do you waste him at LA Galaxy two? You know, it, it, there's two things. Are is he going to get enough time at LA Galaxy one to one? Possibly have to get an international slot. Still waiting on confirmation for that. Um, uh, to cost an international slot and two to sit on the bench and get enough minutes at the first team, or does it make sense not to worry about the international slot? Sign him to LA Galaxy two. I mean, if I'm him, I might decline signing with LA Galaxy two. Because I think that there's people in Major League Soccer who would sign him to a first-team deal. Especially if he has a green card. If he has a green card, Vanny should put him on the roster. Um, there, there, there would be no issue with that whatsoever. I don't care. You can load him down to Galaxy 2, do whatever you want to do. But um, but if you can get him as a non-international player, you 100% you do it and 100, do it right now. Um, because Farai Mutatu is absolutely answering every question that you want. Uh, especially in that goal. That's a great individual goal. It's a great individual performance, driving to the box, causing problems, cutting inside, and then launching a right-footed shot that is curling up and around a goalkeeper into the upper beat. That's a that's a professional goal. Uh, by the way, my sugar daddy, Herb, uh, says, Hey, Josh, can't make the live show. Ordered my jersey yesterday. Not sure when I'll get it. Have a great show. Herb Memorial, the Herb Memorial chat room, uh, a flitter with, uh, with Herb's $50 super chat. I'm starting to think this is going to be this is going to be the way like somebody takes me down. There's going to be like a tax. This is this is how they get me like with because the taxes or something. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I am I, this this whole Mutatu thing for me is like if you can get him on the first team, then you get him on the first team. I think you waste him anywhere else. And if not, can you sign him and trade him? Get something of value. Um, because this kid seems like he's <laughs> this kid seems like he's ready to go in the professional sense. He's ready to play. Um, I don't know if he can handle the rigors of a full professional season yet, but let's see and find out. Um, because he's one of the most exciting players that you sort of want to follow and you want to see during this time. Uh, Mutatu is great. But by the way, they did um, you know the the players that should break out. I think uh, Matt Doyle was saying you know the guys who are going to have big seasons, the young guys who are going to have big seasons, named Nick Depew. Tell you right now, Nick DePew is the best LA Galaxy defender on the field in the center right now. I know there are a lot of qualifications there. Uh, he's better than Sega Koulibaly. Uh, he's he's certainly more polished than Neil right now. That's not surprising. Jalen's young; he'll get there. Um, you know, anybody that they put in those those center spots, uh, DePew has been better than outside of Williams. But Williams hasn't even played. You want you want to watch number three? Find out if Williams is playing on Saturday. That's a huge one. Otherwise, you're going to start with Sega Koulibaly and Nick DePew against New York City FC. So, um, you know, there's a lot of things that that sort of go into into what is going to happen in that that center back role, and I think that is maybe the weakest position, but also the one of the most interest. It's um, it's just it's just like it. DePew may be one. We had Leonardo was defender of the year one year, right? And everybody knows Leonardo, not the best defender in the world. He was defender of the year because he was the best defender on the team that year. I mean, Nick DePew could be that way. And the Galaxy are going to give up, you know, another 52, 54 goals, however many they gave up last year. 
I feel like the defense is already better. Again, I went over sort of the preseason numbers and why you can sort of throw those out and say yes, but they are prone to giving up big numbers. We just haven't seen it when the first team is out there. So that's that's a positive. Maybe maybe I'm being too hard on Sega Kulabale because the, he, for the most part, when he's been in there, the LA Galaxy have held a pretty stable and reasonable defensive standing uh, there. I think Delgado in there, I think Ravellison in there certainly has helped. I know Vanny loves the tactical questions and so for me it's it's talking about that double double eights and the double pivot double pivots can go horribly wrong it's why people don't like to play them now the la galaxy happened to have a history of a very good double pivot with with uh juninho and marcelo sarvas that was a double pivot marcelo would go up juninho would come back juninho would go up marcelo would come back and they did it well. They knew where, where each other was going, and they very rarely left themselves open on the counterattack. That's what's going to have to happen. If Delgado and Ravellison get off the same page, the Galaxy will bleed goals down the center of the field. If they're able to stay on the same page, which they have in the preseason so far, they'll be fine. And I think we've seen that so far, that they will be fine. So that's something to sort of take care of. So again, a 4-2 loss, the Galaxy's first, first loss of the preseason. We'll see, uh, we'll see sort of how that ends here against DC United. But DC United is the dress rehearsal, right? So when you put on, they're not going to be wearing their new kits. They'll probably be wearing the community kit again. Or they'll be wearing training tops with the grays on. They're going to come out. They're going to put on a show. And they're going to play this game just like it was a real game. So that's, that's where we sit with the LA Galaxy. They have one game remaining, DC United, 3 p.m. All right, let's, let's, let's get to um, a little bit of Chicharito and what Chicharito had to say. Um, and that'll give me a chance to rest up uh, my voice a little bit. Damian Calhoun was on the call, beat writer for the LA Galaxy. Uh, I think the LA Daily News is where Damian, Damian writes. Uh, let's talk. Uh, he asked him a little bit. He goes, what, is the, what does it feel like uh, for the team right now? And is there a sense of urgency? You're going to hear something, and we're going to start to justify Josh's third best, uh, top three in the Western Conference, okay? And this is going to start with uh, this answer from Javier Hernandez. So here is his answer. I mean, that sense of urgency, I don't know, I don't know what, what you mean, actually, because for us, it's just, we learned from a very uh, hurtful lesson last season. No? You know, we were the only team that we were in playoff position until the last second when Salt Lake scored that, that last minute goal in the, in the last match. So we learned, we learned that, that hurtful lesson. So we all, we just want to, to, to maintain all the good and positive things that we did last season and, and of course, improving the other ones so we cannot, uh, experience the same moment like we did last season you know we want to to make it to the playoffs and then we want to to try to to win the the sixth championship and for me i'm every single day i'm trying to give in my best to be in the best shape mentally tactically and and yeah seeing the soccer skills kind of way in the best possible you know so that's that's the only thing that i have in my mind that's the 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 commitment that i have to this organization and to this team and to this family you know i want to give my best, what is in my control is that, my commitment, my professionalism, take care, taking care of my body, and hopefully I can arrive the 27 in the best uh, confidence, best uh, mental health uh, way, uh, clean, and just very present to, to enjoy what I love most, that is playing soccer. All right, there's Chicharito. I switched out for a cough drop, just in case you're wondering about the, uh, the, the, the change in tenor here. Um, so Chicharito answering that, and then I thought the last question that he got asked uh, by ESPN's Jeff Carlisle. Uh, and he was sort of saying, you know, um, tell me a little bit about Douglas Costa and sort of what, where, uh, and, and what's going on. By the way, I, I will say this again. Javier, again, will always defer against 
individual accolades. He'd rather score no goals at the LA Galaxy, um, you know, win a championship, and he's he's helping the team every game. That, that's always what he's going to say. I believe it too. I really do. I, I I think that yes, he is a striker, and he knows that he's going to have to score in order for that to happen. But he doesn't care ultimately at the end of the day if the Galaxy win the game, and you know, Jovovic has a hat trick every time. Um, as long as he's playing well and as long as he's helping the team, he's going to be a happy guy. Um, but he talks about, you know, the heartache and the disappointment. Um, let me, let, here's, uh, let's get to Jeff Carlisle's uh, question about Douglas Costa and, and him coming uh, to the LA Galaxy. No, I think he's going to be a huge boost for LA Galaxy and as well for the league. You know, when, when you have big names coming to this league, improves a lot the, the, the level of, of, of each team and, and the competition. So I think he's going to be a huge, a huge boost. But as well, without putting uh, all the pressure on his shoulders, he knows that he comes over here to do what he loves most, that is playing soccer, to give the best that, that, that he can at the moment. And then, obviously, we're all going to help this organization to try to win games, to try to be at the top of the league, to qualify to playoffs, and then obviously try to, to, to get the, the sixth championship to this organization. So, But yeah, of course... He's going to be a huge, a huge boost for us and for the MLS. All right. There you go. A little Chicha talk. Uh, that was for his uh, his MLS Media Day. The Galaxy only had uh, Chicharito talk for MLS Media Day. Uh, I was invited to the whole thing. There were like seven or eight uh, people talking. And, and overall, I can I can barely make it to one. Um, but got it. So that, that was Chicharito um, going through that. Now, some changes. We're getting ready to talk about this game coming up against DC United. Uh, LA County Health had some major changes in terms of what they are requiring and mandating. Uh, there is, and the LA Galaxy told me, there is not going to be a mask mandate whenever you get inside the stadium. All right. Now, everybody got an email, by the way, and that email came out and said, no, before you go. And it had this nice little chart on it and it said, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it goes all the way over to this, this, their flow charting things, right? And they're saying, hey, you know, first of all, you still, there's vaccination, proof of vaccination, uh, proof of negative tests are still required. So just because there's no mask mandate doesn't mean that that is not required. Um, but basically, if you have that, it says on this chart, it says you have to wear a mask at all times um, at Dignity Health Sports Park unless you're actively eating or drinking. That will change to the LA Galaxy will recommend that you wear a mask whenever you're inside. Not a mandate, just a recommendation. All right. And that's as things start to sort of roll out across the state. Um, and LA County had their own specific rules that changed, um, whenever the state had changed theirs. And so with, uh, with things, with cases of Omicron dropping rapidly, maybe there's some stability here for a little while that we can actually get out and enjoy some things. So, uh, do so responsible. I'll probably still be wearing a mask probably cause I'll still have just the tiniest bit of this cold left over, even though I will try to beat it out of me here over the next couple of days. Um, so that's where you're going. So if you're going there, you still need either a negative test or you need a proof of vaccination. Okay. Okay, good. I'm glad everybody talked. Um, as we look at the schedule coming up, LA Galaxy against DC United, 3 p.m. kickoff. Game will be streamed at lagalaxy.com. Okay. It will be geo-blocked like it is. Uh, I've I've always told our Discord that if you know, on the preseason games, I have no problems with people streaming them and, and doing that type of thing. If you want to go to our Discord, link is usually in the description of this show, so you can stop, go there, you can join it. It's free. There's 930 of us in there now. A great LA Galaxy community. There's a host of regulars that'll help you out if you're new in there. It's basically like an old AOL chat room if you're scared. Don't be scared. Get great deals like a 2020 MLS or a 2020 LA Galaxy uh, home kit, the 25th uh, anniversary edition for, you know, $35 shipped whenever one of our Discord members goes to the Adidas factory and says, look at all these that I got. I think he ended up buying like 10. 
Um, and, and people in the discord were like, Oh, I'll take one. So, um, those are back, you know, you can, you can get those back there, uh, for sure. So, um, you can go join that and, and there's ticket exchange inside our discord. There's all a whole bunch of stuff that's going on inside our discord, but for the preseason games that that may be streamed on our discord so that way you guys can chat about it as you go about. All right. So there's that. Let's talk real quickly about what happens after the LA galaxy go to new or host New York city FC on the 27th. Uh, they will then fly to Charlotte for the next Saturday, right? So a Sunday game to kick off their season, and they fly to Charlotte, and they'll play them on Saturday. Uh, the ticket update from Ashley Mahoney, who is uh, covering Charlotte FC, she says uh, that the uh, inaugural home match versus the LA Galaxy on March 5th um, is basically has sold out the entire upper deck. Uh, that was not confirmed. Basically, the number of tickets was not confirmed, but they have surpassed last week's report of 65,000. So more than 65,000 people for that Charlotte FC match. Now, Charlotte looks like a train wreck, so I'm not necessarily sure that even all those people yelling and screaming are going to help them, but it's not going to hurt them, right? going to be a super fun atmosphere to watch. Um, and if you're going, uh, God bless you, that'll be fun. You'll have that sort of on your, on your, uh, on your things of, uh, on your stuff of things to, to watch. All right. As we get ready to wrap this up, um, one of the things I want to talk about is getting tickets as well. Now, I know our show does cater obviously a lot to season ticket members because if you're a season ticket member and you're diehard and you want to talk about things, then this show sort of it engulfs you, right? Um, some of our listeners aren't season ticket members. That's fine. But we are going to talk about some of the ticket things that are going on right now. The LA Galaxy put out a, a Duo 24 pack. Um, <laughs> you get, basically, they're selling two tickets for $24. Now, I believe this is per game. So I don't believe it's uh, it's basically $12 per game for one ticket, right? So one ticket to each of those games is uh, is $12 each. Now, that is basically for the home opener against New York City FC. You would pay $12 to get in. And then you get to pick one of the following matches, either against Orlando or Nashville or FC Dallas. All right. And that would all that ticket would also cost you $12 because it was total of $24. That's pretty cheap for games. I don't know that you get much cheaper. And quite honestly, and I got a bunch of season ticket members already sending me this and talking about this. They're sort of saying, hey, how come I pay way more than that? And you're seeing tickets go out the door for 12 bucks a game. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. I think it's a valid argument. I'll tell you right now that if you're selling tickets for, let's say, what is that? 60% below face value? Um, if you're selling tickets for 60% below face value, you're pretty sure that you're not selling out that first game right now. All right. It almost feels like this is the, uh, the panic, um, offering a little bit. And I'm not going to say there's a panic. I haven't talked to people. I have no idea, but it, at $12, I, I'm all for filling the stadium. Listen, the LA galaxy have been bad for the last five years. You need to get people in there to realize that it is a fun team to watch. And then this team, this 2022 team has to be good and fun to watch. If you do that, you will retain some of these people. And I think that's what they're trying to do with this. Fill the seats. Empty seats are worth $0. I'll tell you that right now, unless the season ticket member already owns them. Um, but this is, I mean, I will say this, that for some season ticket members, it doesn't matter what they sell those for. It's just the fact that your season ticket member is part of why you do this, right? And you do get some things that other people don't get, and that's fine. And you can still point to those things. But if you're on a budget right now, take those $12 tickets. 
All right, take those $12 tickets and run. Okay, because that's a great deal. Why wouldn't you pay $12 to, you know, $24 total? I can, I can afford $24. And, you know, my son goes through Super Mario Hot Wheels cars at seven bucks a pop like crazy. So this is, this is going to be, I think, a theme of this year, which is how are the LA Galaxy marketing themselves and how are they trying to get people back in? And the answer may be as simple as we're going to price these. Um, John in their chat room says it's $17 each after fees, right? But an all upper level, but still a big decision. I mean, those upper level seats are great. First time I ever watched an LA Galaxy game was from the upper level. Galaxy lost like an eight to two or something like that. See, sometimes you don't have to have a good team to just, you know, get people to show up. I, w I went to that game and I showed up, right? I mean, I'm, I'm the moron who's now 14 seasons into covering the LA Galaxy. 14 I was a young man whenever I started this. Starting to get a little bit older. I wonder how many of you are eventually going to be like, Josh is really like, is am I? Is this the old podcast now? It's like, oh, well, this is so, this old white guy runs it, and you know, he sits in the in the he sits in the corner of the press box. I told you that's fine. That's going to be my my legacy, sitting in the corner of the press box. N nobody even talks to me. I don't talk to anybody. I just show up for every game. So, um, yeah, that's where it's at. Uh, by the way, in the chat room is asking for a link to the Discord. Uh, I'm sure somebody can find that for you. Maybe one of our Discords. Um, maybe the outsider can go throw a, throw an invite link in there, um, and top pop that in while we're talking. But if not, just wait till I publish this. There will be a link to join the discord there as well. Okay. I'm telling you, there are some great deals in the discord, you know, in our ticket exchange, sometimes people are tra trading out Lakers tickets and Kings tickets. Come on. I didn't, I never thought it would do that, but that's cool. Discord's great. Uh, go get this deal. I'm, I don't want you to be upset about it if you're a season ticket member. Think of it as an investment into future fans. If you can get people in there, do you know the Galaxies did something and they, I, I forget what question they asked, but they're like, tell us how you went to your first Galaxy game. Do you know how many of the stories were, I got free tickets? I got free tickets because of this giveaway. I got free tickets because of my college this. I got free tickets because of the ASO. I got free tickets because of the... There's something to that sometimes. Um... So, you know, that's, again, keep that in mind. Everybody wants to be upset about it. I understand if you're paying a lot of money for season tickets and you see games going for 17 bucks a piece. I understand that. But also, you need that game. You need those seats filled up. There's 25,500 and something seats you have to fill up for a sellout. It's a lot. One of the larger soccer-specific stadiums in Major League Soccer. Right? I mean, you could cut out the upper level and then, you know, you could get be more comparable to some of the quote unquote really good places like, you know, Portland or LAFC even, right? So, you know, if you want to cut seats out, you can, but you're not. You're the LA Galaxy. You're going to sell those seats or you're going to get people in those seats that way they're going to buy tickets down the road. But two things have to happen. You have to get people in those seats and then you have to play well in order to get them back. So that's where we're at. All right. All right. Good. Glad everybody had this talk. I'm glad we could all get together on a Thursday night and talk a little bit about LA Galaxy Soccer. Hey, listen, I got like four or five more minutes. Is there anything the chat room needs me to talk about that I haven't talked about that you think something is something is happening that you need my expertise on? All right. Because I, I, I don't you know, I already gave you my thoughts on on the stars are out kit. Um, so that's that's one of those, you know, I, I think that's all that's enough for this podcast right right here. Right. Just the fact that I have renamed the kit successfully. The stars are out. You're welcome. Congratulations. 
Um, this is it, though. I mean, so the preseason to me is always about you know the 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 questions that you can raise about what is happening, and there's no consequences in the preseason. So it's some of the most stress-free watching of the LA Galaxy that you will ever see. The preseason is also a time when, and they say, you know, hope springs eternal, right? Which is your, your, your record zero, zero and zero. You, in, in your mind, you can build it up set with the LA galaxy can win a, an MLS cup right now. Eventually, eventually that, you know, the, the results start coming in and reality has to take over right now. You don't live in reality. Um, so that's something, uh, Enrique asks, is the potential rebrand true? Maybe, I don't know. Nobody's talking about it. Certainly not around me. Um, they know better. I would tell everybody. You have to understand that while I do get some information sometimes, I get very curated information, right? Um, I get information that they know. I'm, I mean, <laughs> if you tell me something, it's going to be shared with everybody. Um, so, I, you know, I, I'm going to tell you this. I would not worry about the rebrand that much. I don't think it's going to affect anything. The LA Galaxy name... And quite honestly, the logo and everything is one of the largest markets and media fixtures in the world of soccer. That's worldwide. So, you know, that's that's sort of where I'm at. Anyway, I just I, I wouldn't worry about that too much. Uh, more pupusas. I do need to get some more pupusas. I need to go to the farmer's market, but it's not going to happen this weekend because I have a game on Saturday. So that's not going to happen. Um, so anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that. But yeah, that's where we sit right now. LA Galaxy, DC United, 3 o'clock. Uh, by the way, DC, 2-0-1 so far in their preseason. All right, I think those are the official games that they played. They may have played some scrimmages and stuff like that. Um, Panda is at the, the U.S. Women's National Team game, and uh, Stephen Goff, who is the soccer insider on Twitter and who is the Washington Post um, soccer reporter, um, he's, I, I asked him, I goes, where's Goff? And he goes, oh, he's sitting right next to me. I'm like, cool. Ask him what DC's record is. And he goes, yeah. And so Kevin responded back. He goes two Oh and one, and they've only conceded one goal. This is going to be a, a good test for the LA galaxy. I think DC United is going to be a decent team this year. Right? So let's see, let's see if all this preseason that we've watched them sort of play through. Let's see if it amounts to something. Let's see the first test. This is a test. It's a dress rehearsal. Things don't have to be perfect. And maybe sometimes, you know, I, I, in the theater, at least when you do a dress rehearsal, um, sometimes you can scare the living bejesus out of you and say, we're not ready, but it forces you to really knuckle down on things that you need to fix, right? Maybe that's what happens. So regardless of the outcome against DC United, the LA Galaxy likely will be just fine. I, I'm, I think they're going to start fast. I think they're going to have a fast start. I just want to see them maintain it through the middle third of the season this time instead of collapsing towards the end. Did you, do you want me to prove my point now? Here's, here's my final thing. This is why the LA Galaxy are a top three team. And it doesn't matter about Douglas Costa having you seen him play yet. Because they're very, very upset that they missed the playoffs. And I don't think... I'm sure fans, I'm sure you can tell. But unless you're around the guys... Enough to hear the little things that they say. And Javier said it like a bazillion times, mostly in Spanish, but sometimes in English too, which is like we had a huge disappointment last year. We don't need any other motivation. That's it. You know, uh, Miracle, right? Miracle on Ice. Uh, the, US men's, uh, the U.S. men's hockey team that ended up winning a gold medal. 
1984 against Russia, and they were amateurs, college kids playing against professionals, basically Russians, um, and they ended up winning. And, you know, there was that. If you watch that movie, there was a shared angst for the Americans, and that shared angst was their coach, right? Herb Brooks. I think I'm remembering all this correctly. Uh, there was that shared, there was like, I don't like him and you don't like him. And so we should not like him together. And that's going to, that bringing us together is going to get us through this. The LA Galaxy right now have something that is similar to the 2009, where they sort of, I'll say, they didn't, they didn't luck their way, but they found themselves in a final that maybe they shouldn't have been in. Okay. Maybe it was too early in their development. I think we saw it. It was too early in their development. But in 2010, what happened? They went out and won a supporter shield. Right, It was vindication for what happened in 2009, but it wasn't the completion, right? Because in 2010, they get knocked out of the playoffs by FC Dallas. Unfinished business in 2011. Look what it did. Supporter Shield winner, MLS Cup winner. There are things that can galvanize a team. There are things that can galvanize a team. Being in the playoffs... All right, being in the playoffs up until the very last kick and getting basically a sucker punch to the gut that last time is a ton of motivation. You, it's it's absolutely right. And and by the way, uh, in the chat room, yeah, well, they miss the playoffs almost every single year for the past half half decade. Absolutely true. But how did it happen, and what was the result of that? And you're seeing already sort of the change in attitude that the LA Galaxy have had. Um, and, and certainly Chicharito embodies it, but Greg Vanny said it to us as well. We are very aware of what happened last year and how the season ended, and it left a really bad taste in our mouth. It's, it's more like it didn't just happen. It's the way that it happened. There are galvanizing moments. I think this team is going to play a lot better this year. Um, I think they're going to start sort of the same. I think they're going to start the same. Um, and they're going to be on a good path. I think they're going to find some early successes. I think they're going to find I think there's going to be some struggle. I think the midfield is going to struggle. I think the defense is going to struggle. But with Greg Vanny at the helm here, don't think that he isn't constantly playing up the fact that if you guys would have done this better, we would have been a playoff team last year. If you guys would have done you know, play defense better. If we would have played defense as a team better, we would have been a playoff team last year. All right. If we can be smarter in these moments, you would have been a playoff team last year. You deserve to be a playoff team last year. Okay. It got stolen from you because you didn't perform and bad bounces happen. And now what are you going to do? You got knocked on your butt. How are you going to respond? All right. That's why this LA Galaxy team is a top three in the Western Conference right now. Um, angst. All right, teenage angst. Chicharito and his revenge body last year. All right, he's still on revenge body duty. Guy's still jacked, still ready to go. Douglas Costa, redemption tour. Right, redemption season for Douglas Costa. Five million dollars a year, allegedly. You've got to go through it. 2009 was a special season for the LA Galaxy because it set up 2010, 2011, 2012, 2014. It set that up. You have to have that. You have to have learning. Greg talked about it last year. He says you have to go through some of these times. Now, he was hoping that they would learn the lesson faster, and they didn't. Okay, so I'm leaving you with that. Watch what motivates this team. Not necessarily on Saturday, 
but on the next Sunday, whenever they host New York City FC. All right? All right. My voice is gone. I have somehow survived through this again. I thank you all for being here again with me. Uh, it's always appreciated. You guys are always great. Uh, always great to have everybody in the chat room. Uh, so many great people. Thank you for the super chats as well. Herb and Mike, uh, you guys are great. So uh, I will see you out there on Saturday. My cold will be gone by then. I will be probably one of the people in the masks. Um, but I'll be up in the press box and we will see again the big things that we're looking for. Derek Williams, Douglas Costa, Julian Araujo. What's happening with those three people on this scrimmage? All right. All right. Uh, anything else? Do I want to talk about anything else? No, I don't want to talk about anything else. I'm done. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. It's where you can find all of our podcasts, all of our writing, game recaps, that type of fun stuff. Uh, you can go to our YouTube page as well. Type in Corner of the Galaxy, iTunes, Corner of the Galaxy. Leave a review, like. You can join our Discord. Discord link will be in the description of this podcast whenever it gets put out. All right. That about does it for everybody. Thank you for joining me. I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening. You've been watching to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody. <laughs>